0: Happy New Year, Bold Americans. 2024 is upon us. And I wanted to look at perhaps what 2024 might have in store for us, as well as what are the most common things that people resolve to do today, January 1st, 2024 and maybe merge those together for where we can be prepared for the future. So sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network.
1: America emboldened. Great, I feel emboldened. You don't know the founding fathers. You don't know what they do. You don't know what they sacrificed. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for.
0: Welcome Bold Americans to another year of episodes here on America Emboldened. As always, I'm your host, Greg Bolden, here on the America Out Loud Network. You can go to americaoutloud.news and check out that brand new website that the network has been working on. Glad to get that up, getting all of my colleagues' information, as well as the America Out Loud talk radio network available for you. Now, as you know, my show comes to you on the America Out Loud Network Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here and we're going to continue to do that and you can join me for additional premium content over my patreon page that's available just type in america emboldened on patreon and you can get some of the interviews uh, that are happening on those days when you're not hearing me here all right, let's get straight into it. Happy New Year, everybody! 2024. Wow, I started with this network in 2022. Two years already here, and I'm looking forward to having a good year. Now, what are some things that people normally resolve to do? Well, normally the gym memberships this time of year they start going through the roof. Don't worry, you're not going to find me at a gym. Um, I believe that I can do that type of stuff on my own. I don't need a gym membership in order to happen. Now. I even thought about this. America's got like the largest gym membership rates in the entire developed world, but yet we have one of the most unhealthiest populations. We have a, uh, population that is on pharmaceuticals uh that is unhealthy they're eating the wrong stuff they're overweight we can see that here in america despite the fact they're taking supplement after supplement we are not well as a country and so this idea of getting fit and healthy. A lot of people want to adopt this here in 2024. Here's what I would tell everybody. And here's my resolution. If you want to join me on it back in August, I started eliminating sugar from my diet. No more soda whatsoever. Trying to watch sweets. The only sweets is coming from fruits. And so eating a balanced diet. And then really the the next part is prioritizing my mental well being. I think that we can all sometimes neglect our mental well being as well because we're so focused on moving forward that we never pause to just be present and figure out where we are. So being fit and healthy, I don't want you to think of this as a gym membership. If you're making this, I want you to think about this as conscious choices that we're making, getting outside, walking, enjoying nature, breathing, right? We're going to try to be bold Americans together with that. And maybe that means we need to lose a little bit of weight, myself included. And so part of that might be get fit and healthy, but I don't want people going into a crazy exercise plan, crazy diet think common sense, try to remove the things that you know are bad for you, like the, the fast food, right? If you're not making it yourself, chances are it's not that good for you. So maybe we can do that together. We want to try to save some money and budget. That's another thing that people will often resolve to do on New Year's. Let's make it a priority to have good financial goals, especially in this election season that's going to be coming up. When I talk about my predictions for 2024, I want us to be mindful that It's going to be important right now to save more and make wiser financial decisions here in 2024 as we have an uncertain year ahead on the election front with war. Uh, And it really just seems, well, we'll get into that a little bit later. I, I think that you just want to have a good budget on hand if possible. I also think we should all learn a new skill or hobby. Let's freeze off to that this year. And I was thinking like I have a friend, Steve and he actually went and he can source his own Turkey. Now Uh, he knows how to prep it from taking it out of the world uh, (laughs) directly, taking all the feathers off and preparing it for a meal. You know, they're the type of skills and hobbies that our grandparents and great grandparents. They just took it for granted because they were taught, but Uh, Steve made a good point recently. He was saying that, you know, we've gotten lazy in our generation with learning the basic skills that we likely would need. So I'm going to try to take it upon myself to learn some new skills this year that are actually considered old skills if you went back 100 years ago. Things that people would take for granted now, uh, but I believe would be helpful should things go south rather quickly. And I think that's an important thing. Now, to prepare for the future, I also think maybe people want to learn some coding skills, right? Or if you're of a good age that you can take up learning a musical instrument, I think you can do that anytime. That helps improve the elasticity of the brain. That wouldn't be a bad thing as well. I'm going to be redoing my uh theme music here pretty soon for the show. I was hoping to do it by January 1st for you, but life got in the way and I just have not been able to catch up quite yet. But I have a a new theme song in my head that I'd like to get recorded here. Eventually, I will do that and try to practice what I preach about using musical instruments. Uh, Maybe there's a vice that you have. Now, I've really cut back on all vices, right? I don't drink anymore. Uh, that's something that I gave up um, back in, I guess it was maybe two Augustes ago. Uh, it's been a while now. Yeah. So it's been over a year and a half. Um, I, I, I've just made a conscious decision after being on vacation to, uh, I didn't feel well the next morning. I didn't even drink much. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to drink alcohol anymore. And that was kind of like my social vice that I had. Um, so, If you are still a smoker, you know, uh, if you are drinking, whatever that may be, maybe it's excessive, or maybe there's something that's just unhealthy in your life. Reduce that. Try to try to take that out because I think we're going to want to be extremely sharp mentally here in 2024, making good sound choices and trying to have good, courageous discourse with others. And you can't have that with an altered mind or something that's really, uh, you Know if you're addicted to something, you can't be truly present when your addiction is calling you, which leads back to the mental health part of get fit and healthy, prioritizing your mental health. You know, that's a resolution that we can try to get take off our stress, we can try to be mindful, uh, maybe even seek some therapy. Right? There's trauma in life, and it's good to get the help that you need if that is needed, and then. One that I know that I'm going to try to do is improve my relationships with others, family, friends, significant others. Uh, I think that this is that point in time where communicating better with one another, resolving unresolved conflicts. Uh, how can I spend more quality time together with people instead of maybe just thinking about, well, what do I got to do next? How can I be present and in that moment to improve those relationships? Uh, for some people, maybe they want to advance their career. Um, that could look different. Whatever your professional goals would be. Uh, do Do that ethically. Find ways to advance that career in a way that is 100% authentic to you, whether that's pursuing more education or that's just trying to have those discussions at work for what looks next, what would you like in front of you? Also, in 2024, I think it's going to be important that we travel, that we explore some new places, some new different cultures, because I have a feeling different cultures are coming to us so what better way to be prepared, but to have a larger worldview than just the one that we've developed. I know for me, uh, getting to leave this country was something that I, I hadn't done before until I was in my twenties. And it was a very important trip for me to see the world outside of the United States. And if you have the opportunity to do that, uh, I would, highly highly recommend an international trip an international adventure and then last is something i just did over my christmas break here uh i tried to organize and declutter the home i'm currently working on a new set for when i do a video and i go live uh but i've been trying to get organization and get rid of all of the extra stuff and so i rented a trailer and i actually tossed two thousand pounds worth of things from our home things that have accumulated over the last 20 years of living in my own home 20 plus years i guess at this point um so it was an important thing it was a difficult thing too i don't know why we become so attached to items but man, it was very difficult. And there's still things that I didn't get rid of that I should get rid of. There are things that my kids played with, and I just have good memories and I'm looking at them like, oh, I can't let that go. There's a baseball bat that my daughter used to swing when she was little. And I'm like, I can't put that in the dumpster. I'm holding on to that. Why am I holding on to it? I don't know. It's just tough. But you know. Organizing, decluttering. Um, as I look around, even my office right now, I got more decluttering to do here, where I record in my studio. Uh, but it it does help you feel like some weight's been taken off. So I think that that's another important one that we can do. Now that is all the resolutions that I think people are going to cover. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to give you what I believe is coming in 2024, um, and this could go just with topics of the show. So this is just what I think. I think that the first thing we all know is there's going to be a presidential election, but I'm predicting we're going to have major presidential election drama in 2024. I think that we're going to have a contentious election as well. It's been all leading up since Donald Trump said we had a fraud sham election in 2020. And I believe that now there is an emboldened electorate that's out there right now that wants their day of retribution. On top of that, I see a militarized type of thought police uh, around the left and what they believe people should be doing as far as social justice warriors, etc. And so I believe campaigning, the debates, if there even are debates, and that could be a whole other conversation here, we're going to see a political polarization that we've never seen before in this country. And so I want you to be mindful of that as we go forward. And it's one of the reasons why I'm both uh, revamping my podcast uh, side of what I'm doing as well as, I, I'm excited about the possibilities of building a community on Patreon because it can help us navigate through the election drama uh, beyond just being here on the network where we can have those conversations about what we're seeing in various states and so if you're not following there i I think that being involved even as a free member right you don't have to pay to be a part of patreon uh but just being a part of that membership where we can have conversations and community with like-minded individuals or even people that think differently than you that can challenge us to be better individuals i think is going to be important the, the the second biggest worry that I have right now, and man, my, my brain has gone into straight on conspiracy world on this as I, I've been thinking it through. I was listening to another person talk about well, let's just get into it. It's it's gonna be AI and technology. I think in twenty twenty four we're gonna find out that AI has actually been around a lot longer than we've been told it's been around in the form that it is. We're also going to be told that it's a lot more powerful than what we believe it to be. There's people using things like, uh, open AI chat GPT. Uh, I've used the Photoshop AI. I used it for my Christmas card, add reindeer in with my son. It was a blast to see, but I am reminded of technology and the way that it develops. And the fact that we as human beings normally get to use the technology decades after somebody else has already been playing with it and i'm starting to wonder if artificial intelligence it's not just a soft rollout because coupled with quantum computing which i don't hear enough people talking about that form of uh intelligence that could come with quantum computing I believe that it's going to eliminate so many jobs and we're going to start to see that happening in 2024 because these companies are going to buy into it. And so some places that could be impacted by AI, I think healthcare, the healthcare industry has already been kind of neutered and hasn't come back since the pandemic. Um, the communications fields, uh, the banking fields, all are going to be, uh, directly hurt by AI and jobs and jobs. And so, I have other places where I'll go with AI in the future uh, for episodes. I've been kind of sketching out where that might go. Uh, but we're going to need an ethics committee regarding artificial intelligence and in human life as it gains more and more public prominence. It's already got the privatized prominence. I think that's the thing that we should not forget about that the privatized AI is far more powerful than what you and I are playing with at this point in time. I also think in 2024, the Democrats are going to kick it up on the climate change policy. Uh, there's going to be an international uh combat of climate change. That's going to affect the entire country and world. Uh, people are going to address environmental issues, more in militarized language. Uh, I think that people are going to have an expectation that we discuss renewable energy and new energies, right? We haven't come up with a new form of energy in a truly meaningful way. Like I I remember hearing a while back that we finally have, uh, the ability to have fusion that creates more energy than it takes to create it, which means we have that renewable. Can we get that to a spot where we're able to harness it in a way that is both sustainable and safe? Um, With AI, I think we're going to see some healthcare reforms coming because let's face it, The healthcare system is not affordable. Uh, We are completely polarized with Obamacare, uh, privatized uh, medicine versus single-payer systems. And I think that eventually, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, we're going to see that there's going to need to be something that gives. The the healthcare system, I believe, is nearing a total collapse in 2024 we're going to see something coming up about that social justice it's not going away right the social justice warriors that cancel every single person and things that keep us uh really debating and arguing over uh issues that we really shouldn't need to argue and debate over right we're going to get even more uh issues with this as it heads towards uh societal changes Right. So if you think that LGBTQ plus was uh, something that was spoken about too much in 2023, now that we're in an election year, you haven't heard anything yet. And I do think that there are people that are on the wrong side of history here. And they're the people that are advocating for uh, gender affirming care of a 10 year old and allowing parents and doctors to allow a 10-year-old to already start their transition uh, or give them puberty blockers. I, I, I think that 2024 is going to become that year where we're going to need better conversations around that. And uh, it's time for people to stand up and push back a little bit more on, on that conversation. Uh, The economic recovery that's been going on, uh, you can see that the stock market is doing well. Uh, You can see that the jobs report though, is not showing that people have multiples of jobs in order to deal with the inflation. And so uh, we're going to see, I believe, new ways of thinking through the economy in 2024. And the presidential election is going to start highlighting some of those ideals. We also could see a major breakthrough, I think, in 2024. In regards to what's above us in space. The reason I'm saying that is there's been all this soft disclosure coming out about UFOs, alien technology. And quite honestly, I believe that the aliens are already here with us. They're in a different dimensional type of way of being. Uh, they're underneath us in the oceans. I, I've talked about this before and some control up towards space, but I, I don't think that there's beings that are traveling light years away that come visit us. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm getting that there's going to be some other space discoveries that are happening up in outer space that are going to have major, major impacts on our society here on earth. And I think the moon is going to play a very large role in all of that. And the sun, right? The sun and the moon and the earth, just pay attention in 2024. Big things are coming. And I'm also booking some shows around that as well. And then I got three more points here before we hit a break. Uh, I think in 2024, we're going to see hacking in a way that our country hasn't had to deal with it and the world hasn't had to deal with it. We saw a little taste of when China took out the power systems in Hawaii and we've seen Iran and their, uh, internet guard start to attack places, but I think we're going to see a national cybersecurity mess here at some point in 2024, which is why I I think that people need to get their, their financial means in order. I also think that we could see the education system completely turned upside down in 2024. There's been a push from one side and the other side has not had their push back and I think that 2024 is the pushback year. Uh, so get ready for that. And then the last and not least thing before I get into how to marry our res- resolutions and these points that I think are coming is I think that we're going to get into a, a, a global affairs crisis. And I'm not sure <laughs> when this is going to happen. My, my gut is telling me we're going to have a diplomatic crisis during the election where the presidency uh Biden is coming under major stress or perhaps Biden's not in office anymore and i don't mean that the election has already happened i i'm just seeing that there's going to be some type of geopolitical problem or a health crisis or something that's coming that's going to change the entire look of our nation's foreign policy right before the election. That's the October surprise when I look into my crystal ball. Now, I'll play back this show later on this year. Somebody remind me that I did all this. So that way, come October, we can listen back maybe October 30th or 31st at the end and see how much of this has come true versus about to come true just three months before the end of the year going into 2025. All right, this looks like a good place for a break right here. Make sure you're going over to americaoutloud.store. That's all the different companies and brands that are helping to support this great network, bringing content like mine and others directly to you. So make sure you go over to that. And then we're going to get a quick little uh, word from all these sponsors right now. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud network. Be right back.
1: The Out Loud Truth was the rallying call that started it all. America Out Loud Dot News was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio, it's a fight get heart healthy, go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Co-Fix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? CoFix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout.
0: Welcome back, Bold Americans, second half of the show. We are talking about the new year, the things that people resolve to do, as well as I gave you some predictions of things that I believe we are facing here in 2024. Now, let's marry it together. Let's create some action steps for Bold Americans to take in order to make sure that we are prepared for the future. Now, action steps, I believe, are really important at the beginning of every single new year. You want to have a vision board of your personal goals so you can motivate yourself, not as uh, a, a way of saying, oh God, I didn't make that goal, but rather write out right now. when you, Well, not right now, but at your convenience, write out all the things that you know you're going to accomplish in 2024, but write them out as if they've been accomplished. Do not write them out as I hope to do this. Instead, it's I did this. So, you know, for me, an actionable step in the way I would write it is America Emboldened and the Bold American Family. It's been great to have 2,000 people as part of the Patreon, right? That's an actionable step, a vision board that I can put out there as a motivation. But for what I'm looking at now, I also want to look at societal goals for motivation as well. All right. So I would then marry this for the point of this conversation, the second half of the show. If my personal goal is 2000 people being a part, then my societal goal would have to be 2000 well-informed, bold Americans that are putting ethics and morals at the forefront of the curious, uh, courageous, not curious, maybe some curious as well, but the courageous conversations that we're having together that needs to make sure that I put forth conversations that are responsible for people to listen to. All right. So that's the way we're going to do this. Another thing might be to, uh, adjust goals as needed, right? and then celebrate the milestones as they come out, right? It's like, oh, well, you know, that that show there really helped people understand why this was an unethical decision or not moral or why it wasn't constitutional, right? And so that's a, a milestone for both societal goals as well as personal. And then I need accountability partners, everybody, right? Accountability partners, communities that understand the goals and they support one another. So if there's something that I do or I say during my show here on the network or in my other content that you guys feel comfortable in saying, Hey, you know what, Greg? I disagree with your take on that. Here's why. And I hope that you understand that I'll listen to you, that I'm not going to be somebody who is a complete uh, unhinged idiot that's going to tell you, no, you're wrong, right? I'm going to listen and, and see where you came uh, from and try to make it the best that I can. So now let's bring those predictions for 2024 and give those actionable steps in both the personal as well as in the uh, societal look of everything so the first thing that i believe that i mentioned on my notes here is i believe that we're going to have some major presidential election drama so it's going to be very important that you stay informed about what's going on in political developments and the best way to do this is to engage in these courageous conversations the civil discourse to understand the different perspectives that are out there and so i'm going to ask for you to try to follow somebody that you disagree with, that, that challenges your viewpoints. And uh, for, for me, you know, I keep going back to like these, these people pod save America. I don't have a lot in common with them, but they have a new book out and I plan on reading it in this coming January. So that way I can address it on my show and understand their arguments better. But also because if that's one of the top listen to left leaning shows and I'm supposed to be a libertarian right leaning voice here, then I want to make sure that I can find a way to stay somewhere balanced as a moderate individual that I can uh, understand what is right is right, but at the same time, be able to have good conversations with others. And if we're having election drama, it's going to be really important that we can understand all the different perspectives instead of just saying, you're wrong, you're a horrible human being, you're a pedophile or whatever the, the word of the day might be that we're labeling people based upon their arguments. The next one was advancements in technology and AI. I told you that I think we're going to find out AI has been uh, there. So an actual step right now is to start looking at your profession and figure out how can artificial intelligence change your profession and then figure out, is there a way that you can use AI right now in some way, shape or form to show that it cannot replace you as well as maybe... Find out ways they can update some of your skills. What can you learn from it? Right? There's going to be a whole uh, learning curve of those that aren't willing to adapt are going to go and become dinosaurs. You don't want to become a dinosaur here. This is kind of like when uh, everybody said, you know, you got to get rid of the typewriter and move into a computer. Well, AI is going to be that same type of movement. Don't do not... Do not delay in learning how to use the new computer and staying on your typewriter. Then I also said that we're going to have, I believe, a climate crisis as we get into this um, landscape of the election that's going to be on an international scale. And so, one of the things that we can do here is trying to understand uh, a common sense uh, conversation. When I just got rid of 2000 pounds worth of stuff from my home, right? I just decluttered my home. I talked about that in the first half. That's got to go somewhere, right? It's got to go somewhere into a landfill somewhere. And then if you think about all of the waste that we accumulate day after day, putting it into our trash cans week after week, they come, they pick it up. That's all got to go somewhere. You know, I think that when we talk about climate change, people forget that we do have an impact on a large scale way of the world around us. Now, I personally think that we're going to find out a lot about the sun and the magnetic field this coming year. There's going to be more coming out from NASA, the climate change conversations going to shift once again, as we talk about this, but we've got to acknowledge what is your daily impact? What is it that you are contributing to, to the overall waste put back into the earth, right? If you go back 200 years ago, you didn't have to worry about that the way we do. We didn't have all the technology, all the reliance on oil the way that we do now. So if you're not thinking about that, I, I don't think that you're you're open-minded. Uh, so I'm asking my bold Americans, if climate change only for you means a carbon footprint, Uh, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm asking to open up the brain a little bit to the fact that the climate change conversation could simply be changing the climate of which you live in, which means landfills that become more sustainable. So we don't poison our great grandchildren when all of a sudden the aquifers don't have drinkable water in the future. I think that's a vital conversation there. That's both a personal goal as well as a societal step as well. Marion. I also said that the healthcare system was collapsing. Um, we're going to want to improve our own personal health, right? So maybe that means that you're find finding somebody that's more holistic. Uh, somebody that's more of a, a dietitian. Somebody who's more of a, a life coach on uh, your nutrition, and taking those preventative measures rather than needing to use the healthcare system and pharmaceuticals. I understand pharmaceuticals for some people, like it's an absolute necessary evil in your life and it saved your life. So it's not just an evil, but it's had a force of good. That all stated, I, I'd be curious if we if we went back, you know, fifty years into your life history, if there were moments in your life, we could have been preventative. They could have helped prevent the situation that you're in now, right? And so that's what we need to inspire younger generations with society with is let's make better choices. Now let's get away from the McDonald's value meals and let's get into actionable steps of preventative measures in our life each and every single day. Um, The social justice movement. All right. Well, look, here's what I can tell you about that. I believe that there are some social justice things that are actually very vital in order to make people aware. We don't want people to be marginalized in society, right? If you believe that everybody has the right to a life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, but yet you think that social justice is mumbo jumbo and junk, then you don't believe everybody has the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, just those that you agree with. And that's not the way the world works. And so I think all of us can get a little bit better by volunteering this year. If you haven't volunteered uh, in homeless type of uh, situations, ministries, or whatever you want to call it, that might be good. Maybe educate yourself on something that you feel that you know a lot about. Uh, but other people are opposed to you. Let's educate ourselves and find out whether our value system comes under attack by other people's value systems. And what does that mean? And let's explore that. And I plan on doing some shows, uh, with people that I would disagree with and let's see where it goes. I also think that the economy, we need to create a budget, right? I was thought about, you need to make sure that you can get to your personal finances, You can take that statement however you want. You need to be able to get to your personal finances. I'm just repeating it a second time so you understand it. Uh, I think you need to explore what does your investment opportunities look like as we have economic changes. Do you want everything where you currently have it? Again, I'm not going to be explicit there. I'm going to be vague, but you can figure out what I'm saying. Now, this is one that's going to challenge people. I talked about the moon having a role in space and what's going to go on, there's a possibility that the educational opportunities that are going to happen here are going to shift the way that we view a ton of things on earth. And so I need you to keep an open mind and I need to keep an open mind, both personally, as we hear these new developments what is true, what is not true, what is being fed to us because that's what somebody wants to feed to you, and what's the truth underneath all of it. Everybody should pay attention to space with a watchful eye. And as we get to the uh, grid attacks and cybersecurity, it's time to update your passwords. Most places have two-factor authentication. Why is that important? Well, your money is there, right? It's one way to protect your money. Um, figure out how could cybersecurity impact your home and your life, make a plan that way you can be better within society as well as better personally. And then as far as education goes, I told you that I think that the education system is going to get pushed back on another side at the end of the day. Can we just agree to put children first? that their personal development is more important than any of the crap and issues that adults have and that any policy does not put children truly first that could harm a child. Can we agree that there's no place for that in our education system? That's a good actionable step. And then finally, uh, I told you that I'm worried about an international crisis. And so think about a world where the election or leading up to the election, there is a major crisis Don't panic. Don't live through fear. Come up with ways that you can engage in those conversations on global issues without contributing to a fear narrative. And instead, let's us bold Americans come up with a solution narrative. Let's come up with ways that we can inspire other people and so as we put together nutrition plans finance goals our personal habits our social connections whatever our career and educations hopefully we combine all of these things together to make sure that we're leaving this world each day as we put our head back on our pillow a little kinder than we left it i think that's really important which is going to leave me with reading some words that I read, uh, every January 1st. It was shared with me by, uh, Patrick Donovan. I published them last year at the top of the show today. I'm going to share them with you at the end of the show. Here they are a reflection for the new year. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I take it back. Strike it from the record what is as irreversible as murder violates its victims more than theft is as deadly as an epidemic and is a lot closer to you than you want to think gossip slander and thoughtless speech gossip is a million dollar industry in our country today we tend to think of it as a sport harmless and fun after all it's only words as christians we're called to see things differently Which is worse, we must ask, to steal from someone or to speak ill of someone, to defraud a person or to humiliate him. Answer, property can be restored, but the damage done to another can never be undone. In fact, our Jewish brothers and sisters compared slander and humiliation with murder. The destruction is irreparable and it's enduring. You can't take it back. What we say about each other is terribly powerful. Words have a long, long half-life, and they can destroy in unseen, unhealable ways. Our words are a footprint we leave for the world, and what will they reveal about the way we treat our children, our parents, our friends, students, co-workers, our employees? How will we treat ourselves? It's a new year. Perhaps none of us will find a cure for cancer, or feed the world's hungry, or bring about the world's peace. But nearly every day, we find ourselves with someone's reputation or sense of worth in our hands, and we can improve our world in a powerful, pervasive way. We can act as though our words had the power of life and death, because they do. Now, these words, Patrick states, were from an advertisement in the Wall Street Journal, and it had the headline and text above, And it was also in celebration at the time, he believes, of the Jewish New Year. I share these words with you because the words that I share on my podcast and that we share with one another, they truly do matter. They're important that we select them wisely so that way that we can have authentic communication between one another and we can build better relationships, bridging those relationships with those that we disagree with. And so Bold Americans, you have my promise that as I continue to produce these episodes in the coming year, that I will be mindful of the words that I select to the best of my ability, that I will make sure that I try my best not to join the gossip and slander community that is already out there, that we will try to build people up, but hold people accountable at the same time. And if that sounds like something that you're into, then we're going to have a great year once again. Happy New Year, everybody. You've been listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. Be bold, America.